The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Mari has grown her two fitness and nutrition brands. Co-founder of Bloom Nutrition. Forbes 30 under 30 list. A successful entrepreneur. Someone who has lost 90 pounds. Today's guest is Mari Llewellyn. Mari Llewellyn. My friend Mari. Welcome to the Pursuit of Wellness. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Pursuit of Wellness podcast. Today, we have a fan favorite episode with myself and my bestie slash executive assistant, Fiona. This was an impromptu, spontaneous little conversation we had while we were in New York. One of my guests did cancel. So we were like, let's hop on the mic and give a full life update. We answered a ton of your guys' questions and it was really, really fun. I want to remind you guys that we have a brand new flavor of greens on the Bloom website and I believe on Amazon. It is a collaboration with Mama Carls. She's an amazing mum influencer on TikTok and she did an orange passion fruit flavor, which I have been hearing the feedback is apparently our best greens flavor yet. It is so freaking good, you guys. I personally agree. I think we knocked it out of the park. It's so fruity, so juicy tasting so, so good. Make sure you go check it out. Without further ado, let's hop into this episode with Fee. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Pursuit of Wellness podcast. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Mari and Fee. Back, you couldn't tell, <laughs> for another episode. And it's a spontaneous one. Want to know why? One of my guests canceled. No, truly, guys, one of my guests canceled, which is completely fine. Things happen. But we know that you love the episodes with Fee. So we said, let's do a spontaneous Q&A for the audience. Let's hop on the mics. Let's give a life update because we have a lot going on. A lot going on. Some juicy stuff. Is it juicy? I think it's pretty juicy. I mean, for us, it's juicy. I think it's pretty juicy. We are in New York City living our Gossip Girl life. We decided that... People are going to think I'm being mean when I say this. I'm Jenny Humphreys. Yeah. (laughs) You're Jenny Humphreys. I fully embrace that. I am Jenny Humphreys. That's fine. She's like the cute, hot Brooklyn girl. The drama. There's a lot of drama. Someone said that I'm Serena and you're Georgina, which I feel like is so wrong. Isn't Georgina the one that's like evil? Yeah, she's like evil. Oh, no, I don't like that. No, you're couldn't be further from evil. I'm Brooklyn. But I will claim Serena. Okay, that's fine. You can have her. I'm definitely not Blair, though. I know no. that. Or we're both Serena. Maybe I'm, oh my God, what's Serena's mom? Lily. I'm Lily. I kind of feel like I'm Lily. Yeah, you're Lily. That's a sleigh. <laughs> Greg's kind of Chuck. <gasps> Don't ever say And that. Leo's, is Leo Nate? Leo's, Leo's Nate kind of Dan. Or Dan. No, Leo's not a dad. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, guys. Little gossip girl tangent. But um, yeah, we're here in New York City. We have been jet setting lately. We were just in Austin, Texas for many different reasons. Fee, what are your thoughts on Austin, Texas? I love it. We have been a couple times now together. I think that was our third time. Yeah. Third time. Love it even more every time. The food's incredible. The wellness space is incredible. Everyone we meet... Incredible. Incredible. Like the most friendly people. Maybe it's just coming from LA, but truly the friendliest people. We made friends. We were feeling like ourselves. Numerous friends. Yeah. We were like, we have more friends here in two days than we have. I've been in LA almost seven years and I have more friends in Austin now. So we had a girl come up to us and just tell us we were pretty. And I was like, so oh, I'm moving. <laughs> yeah. In that bathroom. Mm-hmm. She's like, I saw you guys walk in. You're just beautiful. Meanwhile, you were like, ah. 
<laughs> keep talking. Yeah, keep coming. <laughs> no, but seriously, also felt pretty cute there because as I've mentioned in LA, you're competing with <laughs> supermodels. So literally anyway. Kaya Gerber at the grocery store next yeah. to you. Yeah. So Kendall we Jenner. loved Austin. Reasons we were in Austin. We, what was the first thing? Oh, we went to the F1 car race. Now, do we know anything about car racing? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No idea what was happening. No <laughs> idea what was happening. But we were like, this is a life experience. Plus my husband, Greg, is obsessed with cars. He loves McLaren. He has an orange McLaren. So we went there rooting for the McLaren team. We saw Lewis Ham Sandwich, as I like to call him, also known as Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> ham Sandwich. Lewis Ham Sandwich. He's going around the track with like, Ham Sandwich. Ham Sandwich. <laughs> Get it. No, we were literally, we couldn't even tell what car he was in. No. So anyway, it was a great experience. It was hot. That's one con of living in Austin, Texas, I would say is, it's hot. So I think it was like 95 and we're in the Uber and we're like, oh my gosh, it's so hot. And the guy's like looking at me like, hey, you ain't seen nothing. Yeah. He's like, oh no, no. It gets up to like 115 in, in the summer. I'm also like- It's crazy. A, a pale British person. I'm not built for that heat. Me as well. I'm not British, but I am pale. We think you might be though, low <laughs> yeah. key. So anyway, Austin F1 race on the Friday. Then Saturday, we, what did we do? Oh, we worked out, walked around Ladybird Lake, which I'm obsessed with Ladybird Lake. And then I had some business meetings, business dinners. Fiona, what did you do on Saturday? I looked around at a couple places just to be inspired. I did fall in love with one that I immediately was like, how do I get this place? Not even knowing if or when we may ever be there. So but it got taken the next day. So my dreams were crushed. That's okay. What Fee is alluding to is we get a lot of questions about moving. And I have moved around my whole life. I mean, I've really like, I've lived in so many places at this point. I'm not, I'm not someone who's afraid to move. I don't think it's like that big of a deal. If you want to go try somewhere new, maybe it works out, maybe it doesn't. But I have mentioned before, you know, Greg and I would love to have a family one day. We want to have kids relatively soon. And LA has been getting a bit sketchy, particularly in our area of Venice. It's a lot of homeless people. I don't know what their situations are, but there are some dangerous things happening around us. Yeah. And it feels like I can't even really go on a walk by myself anymore. Um, and I know you've said the same. Yeah, there have been like stabbings on my street. A man was murdered last weekend, unfortunately, a homeless man on like a block away from my apartment. Very sad, terrible, but also scary. Like I'm out walking my dog at 9 p.m. at night before, you know, before we go to sleep. And it's scary. I like clutch my pepper spray in my hands as I walk around the streets. And like, I feel like that unsettled, like that unsettled feeling constantly, you've described that to me. Like you just constantly feel fight or flight on edge, just trying to like walk your new puppy on the street. And it's yeah. like, why, why are we doing that to ourselves? I'm always looking yeah. over my shoulders yeah. and I've just ordered a ring. I don't know if you guys have heard of this, but it's a stabbing ring that basically has oh. a <laughs> sharp. So let me describe it. You wear it and the, the sharp part is like this. It points up. And so if you put your hand in a fist, it becomes like a stabbing weapon. Do you get what I'm saying? I walk with my keys a lot. I'll, I'll hold my key out. So you would stab someone with that? Yeah. I have a pepper spray on my keychain. And sometimes if, I'm, if I feel a little threatened, I'll like put my car key out. I don't know how sharp it is, but... Or a pen. Or a pen. <laughs> 
I've heard pens can go yeah. right through the throat. Yep. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so if we were to move anywhere, I think I've said this before, I love Orange County and I love Austin, Texas. And if we do move to Austin, Texas, I'm bringing the whole squad. Mm -hmm. I'm not going there alone. I'm bringing Fee, we're bringing Leo, we're bringing the significant others. Like we're moving as a community. So we'll keep you guys posted. But I also looked at houses. I think I looked at like seven houses in Austin and we fell in love with, I'd say two. One was winning. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Stunning. And I feel like with my new passion for horses, I can have Bo maybe 15 minutes away compared to like an hour and a half right now. And I can live my horse girl lifestyle. And I also really appreciated the fact that in Austin, it didn't feel like everything was such a to-do. In LA, every time you go out for lunch, every time you want to go anywhere, it takes an hour because of the traffic. There's never a table. You're standing in line. It's such a scene. In Austin, it just felt chill. And it felt like you could go sit somewhere and it was wholesome. Other than our dinners that we like had made reservations for, we walked into breakfast like on a weekend, a Sunday morning, 9.30 breakfast, unheard of in LA. Mm -mm. You're going to be in line for an hour and a half. I don't even try. Yeah. And they don't take reservations because like, why would they, right? They have lines out the door. But we walked in multiple places. No line. Friendliest people took us right away. Yeah. It was a vibe. The it whole was thing vibe. was a vibe. I will say Austin was a bit of a scene because of the F1 race. We were staying at the proper hotel. Joe Jonas was there. Diplo was there. Who else did we see? Who's that guy that plays the prince? James, it starts with an M. James, he's in that new jury show, the jury. McEnroy? No. Oh. I think you're thinking of Rory McIlroy, the, the golfer. Oh. No, James, I'm blanking. He's in that new show, like Jury Duty or Jury something. Me and Kenny actually started watching it while we were in Austin. And it was so funny because I was like, oh, I saw that man. Like, there was yesterday. just a lot of beautiful people. Yes. In but Austin. I, I mean, I think there are a lot of beautiful people generally, but it was accentuated by the F1 for sure. 100%. Yeah. Okay, well. James Marsden, brown haired man. James Marsden. And yeah. he plays a prince in a lot of movies. Yep, that was him. James Marsden. It's funny in that show, just on a quick tangent, he plays himself. It's like a jury show. And this man literally like plays himself in the show, but like a very ex exasperated, like extra LA. Like, why am I here? Like, why am I on the jury duty? I'm famous kind of vibe. Oh. It was funny. It's funny. You should check it out. Okay. You'd like it. <laughs> Okay, guys, Thanksgiving and Christmas and other holidays are around the corner. So I'm about to be in the kitchen a lot, as I know many of you are as well. And you guys know I'm really big on non-toxic products, particularly what I use to cook with. And that's where I found Caraway. You guys have heard me talk about them before. I'm absolutely obsessed with Caraway cookware. They have such cute options, but lately I have been obsessed with stainless steel pans. They say that that is the best choice you can make when it comes to healthy cooking. So we have the stainless steel cookware set. I also have the sage green kettle from Caraway and it's the cutest thing. It just sits on the stove and adds such a vibe to the kitchen. I love the fact that it's so easy to clean Caraway cookware. It's so easy to use. 
It comes in a variety of modern shades to fit with any design aesthetic. Caraway Homes non-toxic kitchenware features a chemical-free ceramic coating so food can be prepared with peace of mind that no hard-to-pronounce chemicals will leach into your healthy ingredients. Now they have Caraway's stainless steel cookware set, which I told you guys I love. It's their most popular product redesigned in stainless steel to take your meals to the next level. Their products are non-toxic, easy cooking, and well-loved. They have over 50,000 reviews now it's time to try it for yourself visit carawayhome.com slash pow to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase this deal is exclusive for our listeners so visit carawayhome.com slash pow or use code pow p-o-w at checkout caraway non-toxic cookware made modern Toothpaste is one of those things that we all use every single day and kind of don't question the ingredients. Did you know you swallow about 5 to 7% of toothpaste every single time you brush your teeth? That is an entire blob of toothpaste every seven days. Now, I have been doing a big cleanup of all my products and my life in general when it comes to toxic chemicals. Most commercial toothpaste are filled with harsh chemicals, artificial flavors, and preservatives, not things I want to be putting in my mouth, let alone eating. This is where I found Bite Toothpaste. I have spoken about them before. I am such a big fan of this product. I recommend it to everyone. Bite makes dry toothpaste tablets made with clean ingredients that are sulfate-free, palm oil-free, and glycerin-free. They are so convenient. You just pop a bit in your mouth, chew it up, and start brushing. It turns into paste like you're used to, but there's no plastic tube or messy paste. I personally find this makes the product so easy for traveling along the go. You really just throw it in a purse, a suitcase, whatever it may be. Whenever I go to meetings, I make sure I have one in hand just so I feel super duper fresh and ready to go. Plus, it comes in a super cute refillable glass jar. They send refills in compostable pouches. They are better for our bodies and earth. No more plastic toothpaste tubes. Bite is offering our listeners 20% off your first order. Go to trybite.com slash pow or use code POW, P-O-W, at checkout to claim this deal. That's T-R-Y-B-I-T-E dot com slash POW. Anyway, guys, that's a little life update on us. We've been jet setting. We're here in New York until Thursday. Tomorrow, we do have crazy plans. We're going to go get a giant bag of bagels from Pop-Up Bagels. Those are the bagels where you get a giant bag of steaming hot bagels and you rip them up and you dip them in a tub of cream cheese or butter. I mean, come on, it's got to be done. So we're doing that. And we might go on a few escapades. So today we're in the studio the whole day. So we are working our little butts off. We are. And then tomorrow we'll have a fun girl day. Mm-hmm. Without further ado, would you like to do a and a I would love to. Hold these questions from the lovely audience and let's see what they want us to answer. Okay, so this girl did something really creative and wrote in her notes and then screenshotted it and sent it as a picture so she could write a longer question. Brilliant. Affordable ways to be in our healthy girl era. I've been trying to be more conscious about the quality of products, ingredients like organic, grass-fed, et cetera, but so expensive, so I'm taking baby steps. Love, love, love that question. I'll go first. Okay. One thing I recommend, I think the best way to get really good organic healthy ingredients is to order online directly from the ranch itself because then you don't have a middleman to worry about. Now it still can be pricey. What Greg and I did was become members 
of the ranch we order from. It's ranchdirect.com, I want to say. And if you become a member and you order a certain quantity, you get like 15% off. So we get like a ton of meat that lasts us so long. Like our meat lasts us like a month and you keep it all in the freezer and it gets you a really long way. So it might feel like a lot of money at first, but it actually does end up paying off, especially if you get that membership. My little tip, I have become a Costco girly, which I know obviously there's like a membership fee. I'm not quite sure what the fee is, but me and Kenny have been going to Costco and we'll get like our meat in bulk and freeze it. I think you can get, we've been getting this tray of steak. They're very lean. They're smaller pieces, but it's like eight or nine in a tray Mm. for 60 bucks. And like, that's four dinners for each of us. That's Mm -hmm. crazy. I like Costco. Yeah, Costco is pretty efficient for meat, I would say. And then like just the fact that you can get like large packs of chicken for a good price or three packs of ground beef. Like Kenny and I save Costco for our meat now. And it's actually very uh, affordable, I would say. They also have great produce. Yeah, and Um, eggs. Yes. You get a huge cart of eggs. I think it's like 24 eggs. And a ton of berries. Yeah. Huge head of lettuce. You can get that like three pack of butter lettuce. So great tips. What is your current coffee order? Okay, guys, I was on a decaf flow. For some reason, I'm addicted to caffeine again. I'm having like a large iced black Americano with an extra shot of decaf, which people roll their eyes at when I say and make fun of me, especially Greg. Greg shamed me for when I did that. Is it for the taste? Yes. Because you're not getting anything out of it. I like a strong, strong coffee. So for me, the added shot of decaf makes it taste better, but I'm not getting like the crazy anxiety. Okay, I get that. You know, I'm not a huge coffee girl. You're not. I'm not. Like I enjoy a coffee, but I don't, I don't really go out of my way to get one. I feel like I go through phases. Like I'm either really into it or I'm not. I just do like a, an iced coffee with almond milk. Occasionally, if I'm feeling a little crazy, I'll throw in like some sugar-free vanilla syrup. I like a little sweet taste. I don't know if that's good for you, but that's what I do when I get my coffee. But yeah, or like a chai latte. I love a chai. If you guys want to know what dairy-free milk I get, it's generally coconut, which is funny because not a lot of places have coconut anymore. I like getting the native harvest can and adding it myself. I think that coconut is the best non-dairy milk you can get in terms of health. I agree. Because nuts can be inflammatory. Oat milk, no. I'm sorry, but no. I know it tastes good. I never got on the oat milk train. To me, it was like, I'm like, it's like thick. I don't like that. And oats are just, we know about the glyphosate. It's us. Like oats are not meant to be milk. They're not. Oats should not be milked. Oats should not be milked. Hot take. Sorry. (laughs) Should not be milked. Sorry. And make sure you're looking at the ingredients on your milk. Like I know we all want to have a fun coffee, but there's a way to go about it without having an entire cup of chemicals. Like, oh, I hate, I don't want to say the brand, but there's a certain creamer everyone's obsessed with. And if you look at the ingredients, no, they're trash. Don't come for my creamer. She's talking about my creamer. I'm not going to name any names. It's so good though. But it's trash. It tastes so good. But I think you could recreate the taste another way. There's probably another brand that has a similar flavor that is healthier. I just want you to live a long, healthy life. No, I just love the taste. (laughs) I'm not shaming her, guys. I just wanted to be healthy with me. Hot take for me. I don't really like pumpkin things. (gasps) Pumpkin spice. All the girls, when it's fall hits, pumpkin does pumpkin cream cheese. I can get down with that. But like, I I am never going to go get a pumpkin spice latte. 
I don't I, need pumpkin foam. I don't need pumpkin anything in my coffee. I'm a simple gal. I just want a pumpkin pie. Or that. Like, if you're going to do pumpkin, eat some pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie is amazing. I do like pumpkin cream cheese, though. I'm excited for that tomorrow. Oh, yeah. We, um, with our bagels, we got the pumpkin cream cheese, which is a special right now, pop-up bagels. Is this an ad for pop-up bagels? No. It should be. It should be. We'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> Hit us up. <laughs> we ordered a bag of 12. Okay, next question. Ooh, I want to splurge on a designer bag. Any suggestions? This is not my specialty. Yeah, you have a Bottega. Yeah, it was gifted. From me. <laughs> From Mari. <laughs> okay, I have always been a bag girl. Like if I splurge on anything, it's bags. I'm not like really into super expensive clothes, but I love, love, love bags. I'm really into Celine right now. I feel like it's very classy, very timeless. And I love the row. Those are beautiful bags. They're beautiful bags. But I love your little Bottega. I feel I like it looks so her. good with every outfit. She is very cute. That was like, that's my like prized possession. But otherwise, if you're looking for a little more of affordable, a little fee, fee, a fee bag, Amazon. I use, I use this little black one. I think it was $14 on Amazon. We had to go to, um, we went to a Dodgers game and I tried to bring my person and they denied me and said I had to walk all the way back to my car. And like this, this sounds bad, but I just, I threw my purse in the trash because it was literally $13 on Amazon. Greg was like, what are you doing? I'm like, Greg, it's $13. It's fine. He's like, oh. I hid mine in my jeans. <laughs> yeah, Mari hid hers. I, guys, I have such a like, um, you don't like- such a good person. No, I'm kidding. You don't I like just, breaking the rules. Oh, I hate breaking the rules. I have such a guilty conscience. Like I, I just yeah. can't. I don't really love breaking the rules. Well, that, that like something like that doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? It's not like you did something bad. You just like didn't want to put your like, you had a nicer bag on you. So she just shoved it in her pants. I'm like, why didn't I do that? But yeah, I like that black bag. You yeah, from Amazon. she's cute. And she's like 15 bucks. How has your friend slash boss slash employee dynamic evolved? I can go first. I actually feel like it's kind of updated a little lately, but I want to hear what you have to say. Oh my God. Do you feel that way? I do too. Yeah, but in a good way. But I think we talked about it the other day. I think it has become more of a partnership than it used to be. Oh yeah, okay. I feel like with the podcast especially, like with Bloom, Greg was my partner. We started that together and you came in before I had the podcast and I feel like you helped me with my personal life and then we evolved into you helping me with my Bloom schedule and calendar and all of those things. Now that we have the podcast and you pretty much started it with me and helped me create it, I feel like we're more partners in that you feel kind of the same level of responsibility as I do yeah. for this show. Yeah, I would 100% agree with that. I wasn't going to go that direction, but I do agree with that. I was going to say, you know, when I first started working with Mari, it it started more, I would say, as a boss relationship because we, we were not friends prior to that. Um, and then our friendship grew. And then I feel like you mentioned recently that for a while, it was like you were trying to separate work and friendship, like, which I actually think at the time and in the place and when we first started working together, it was beneficial to do that because it was just strictly. And then recently, I feel like you were just like, you know what? Like I work with my friends and I'm friends with people I work with. And like, we can still have a degree of like a friendship during the day. It used to be, we used to be very like, nine to five, like we are working. Mm -hmm. And then after that, on the weekends, we're friends and stuff. But I feel like now there's a little more of a balance of like, we're still like besties during the day too. Totally agree. But we still get shit done. Totally agree. I think I had this 
epiphany that for so long I was trying to control the situation because I was like, I need to be professional at work. I need to focus. I cannot have, I, I basically had it in my head that I couldn't have fun at my job. And I was like, it's a job. I need to be focused. I can't laugh. I can't, I can't be friends with my friend on the job. And then I kind of had this realization that I'm honestly feel blessed to be in the position where I can work with people that I love so much. You know, we are so close with our team. We have Leo, we have you. I mean, Greg and Leo have been best friends since high school. You and I have gotten so close over the years together. I was like, let's just embrace this and have fun. You know, at the end of the day, it's a podcast or it's we're working on a fun campaign, whatever it may be. We can make it fun and enjoyable at the same time. There is a time and a place, like sometimes we're in meetings where we are taking it very seriously and we're definitely not gossiping or laughing. But yeah, I kind of had this epiphany that like, hey, I work so much that we might as well make it fun and be ourselves. You've gone through different seasons, I feel like. Yeah. Like in, I mean, to get where you've gotten with Bloom and even the podcast, like there there has to be seasons of like head down, grinding it out. But I feel like now you've kind of allowed yourself to like go to the barn towards the end of the week if you want to, which it's funny. When I first started working with Mari, I'm like, you're the boss. Like if you don't, if you want to like take a day to like get some things done or just even have a day, like you can do that. There's no one telling you you can't. And you were like, I can't. You're like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I have to be working. And I was like, oh, okay. But I feel like we've gotten beyond that and you've really like yeah. grown and now you allow yourself to have, because you're almost more productive, before, I think, when you I, have a balance. I feel like before we had a team though, I really couldn't. Yeah. Because like if I had gone on a Friday to go horseback riding, everyone would have been like, hello. Nothing would have gotten done. Nothing would have Like the label done. would not be done in exactly. time. Exactly. Yeah, I agree with that. And now we're at the point where we have a team and I can get away with that. And I also think it makes me more productive when I come back. Yeah. If I take a day to go have fun and chill, yeah. I'm so much more productive. And I I do bring my laptop with me and do work at the barn, but like it just helps me prevent burnout. Yeah, that's you what know? I meant by the balancing. I think if you allow yourself that time, then you're more successful. Productive. 100%. Okay, daily routine for both of you. You're so productive. Do you want to go first? Sure. I wake up at 5.30 or 5.45, somewhere in between there, work out around 6.30, either at the gym, Pilates or in my garage. And then I'm usually home by 7.30. I have breakfast, play with the dogs, do my supplements, take my greens, take my vitamins, head upstairs, get ready for the day. At the office by nine, that's where I see Fee. We work, record, meetings, go hard till around 5, 5.30, head home, have dinner, walk the dogs. I'm in bed by 8.30. I watch Succession or Yellowstone and I fall asleep. And I do that pretty much every single day. And my day is pretty much that exactly, but like 30 to 45 minutes after Mari, I would say. <laughs> like she wakes up at 5.30, I wake up at like 6.15. I go to the gym at like 6.45 and I'm back by eight. But then other than that, we pretty much have the same yeah. day. She's a little better in the mornings. You give yourself a little more time to like make a meal, take mm. your supplements. I'm a little more rushed in the morning, but I just love my sleep. Yeah. I I'm in bed sleep. earlier than you too. Yes. Probably. Yeah. Well, I get distracted with a show and then I'm like, might as well finish the show. I also have a partner who is very strict with time. Yeah. So that helps. Yeah. 
But basically we're morphing into the same person. I mean, if you're watching this on video right now, we look the same. So, yeah. Our last guest was like, you guys, your hair color is so similar. I'm like, it's the same. We've been asked if we're sisters upwards of 10 times on the last couple trips. Yeah. We just say yes now. Because we feel like we might be. Yeah, I think we are. So we talk a lot about skin on this podcast. As you guys know, I had acne for pretty much a decade. And for the first time in 10 years, I am naturally clear right now. Of course, a couple zits here and there. I am an acne prone person. But through this journey, I've really found the brands that work best for me. And that's where I found Clear Stem. I actually got to sit down with the two founders, Danielle and Kaylee. Both of them have also had acne and have solved their acne. So they really knew what to do when making this revolutionary skincare brand. It's anti-aging and anti-acne with zero known hormone disruptors. After reviewing thousands of products for over 10 years with her clinic patients, Danielle knew nearly all of the poor clogging ingredients and toxic chemicals that disrupted hormones. So they made sure to make products that were safe for acne prone skin. Plus, what I love about Clearstem and Danielle and Kaylee is they're always thinking about how can they fill the gap where dermatologists are not giving people what they need. People are getting on Accutane, various medications, and their goal is to help you find the root cause. So now you can actually order lab work that will be reviewed by a blood chemist to tell you what you can do internally to help your acne as well. I really feel like they have such a great 360 approach when it comes to acne that I'm such a huge fan of. I love their cleanser. I use it every single day. Their products have been so gentle on the skin, but really helpful for my acne at the same time. Visit clearstemskincare.com and use code POW, P-O-W, for 15% off. That's clearstem.com and use code POW for 15% off your order. When you feel a cold coming on, reach for Cold Calm by Boron. This non-drowsy medicine is made with pure ingredients that relieve symptoms throughout every stage of a cold. Now, I'm definitely not the biggest fan of medication, so I was really happy to find something like Cold Calm that really focuses on pure ingredients and is really healing from within and targeting the root cause. Cold season is upon us. Everyone in the office is sick, including Fee, so I made sure to give her some of my boron. Unlike conventional medications that mask symptoms, Cold Calm by Boron works with your body to relieve symptoms throughout every stage of a cold from onset to resolution without causing drowsiness or drug interactions. Made with pure ingredients, cold calm tablets are phenylphyrene-free, gluten-free, and don't contain artificial sweeteners, flavors, colors, or preservatives. You guys know I'm such a big fan of that. Ingredients are so important, especially when we're trying to heal something. Cold Calm's melt-away tablets don't require water and are easy to take at the sign of sneezing, runny nose, nasal congestion, or a minor sore throat. Colcom's family-friendly line of medicines include melt-away tablets for ages four and up, as well as pre-measured liquid doses for little ones six months of age and older. Claims are based on traditional homeopathic practice, not accepted medical evidence, not FDA evaluated. Visit boronusa.com and use code POW at checkout for 20% off your purchase of any cold calm medicine. That's B-O-I-R-O-N-U-S-A.com. Use code POW, P-O-W, for 20% off your purchase of any cold calm medicine. This was very interesting and caught my eye. And this is more directed at me. Okay. Did you know you're a third culture kid? I think this would help you unpack your childhood. So I go, 
hold on, what's a third culture kid? So I look it up on Wikipedia. I have it right here. Third culture kids are people who were raised in a culture other than their parents or the culture of their country of nationality and also live in a different environment during a significant part of their childhood development years. They typically are exposed to a greater volume and variety of cultural influences than those who grow up in one particular cultural setting. Okay, they move between cultures before they have had the opportunity to fully develop their personal and cultural identity. The first culture of such individuals refers to the culture of the country from which the parents originated, etc., etc., etc. So I was reading the general characteristics and it says, hold on. Okay, here are some of the benefits. Expanded worldview, third dimensional view of the world. They understand there is more than one way to look at situations they are exposed to. They have an increased number of hands-on experiences in multiple cultures. Interpersonal sensitivity, meaning I'm more sensitive to how other people feel. Cross-cultural competence, higher levels of adjustment, and language exposure. Challenges, confused loyalties, painful awareness of reality. That one hit. It's really all defined, Mark. <laughs> These are so accurate to me. Ignorance of home culture. I feel like I never understand references or like certain like, it says often lacking in knowledge is about their home nation, culture, town or family. So true. Because I moved from the UK when I was so young, I don't really understand certain things there, even though I sound like I would. Difficulties with adjusting to adult life. Facts. Oh, oh, a need for special attention for young third culture kids in educational settings. And I definitely struggled in school. And there's like a psychological effect with identity confusion and all these things. Anyway, never had heard that term before. And I felt like I related in so many ways. So thank you for making that, making me aware of that. Strangers on the internet will really just tell you where all your trauma and healing comes from. Well, it's funny because... I have moved around a lot. I mean, for anyone who doesn't know, I was born in the UK, lived in Switzerland for three years, back to the UK, lived in New York, Philadelphia, Colorado, California. I've lived in like 15 houses at this point. And I do feel pretty lucky that I had that experience. And I do feel like I have had a lot of exposure to different cultures. My family speaks a lot of languages. I have family who live in Italy. I've traveled a lot and I feel lucky in that way. But it has caused a lot of like weird, I can't explain it, like identity confusion when I think of high school. I mean, all of high school, I was pretty much like a shell. I was so nervous and shy. I mean, I can't imagine moving from state to state, let alone from a country to another country in yeah. that time. Like that's everything. It's different. It's a huge cultural shift and I, shock. I feel like my fifth grade experience was pretty scary because I had no idea what America was going to be like. Like all I had seen was like friends and I expected that vibe. Moved to Westchester and everyone was like really affluent, had been friends since they were young, very tight-knit groups. I remember like I asked someone to pass me a rubber, which means eraser in the UK. Like in I mean, school. I something else here. I know. So I said, <laughs> hey, can I borrow your rubber? And the laughs, like they... They were so mean. Mm. And I kept saying words like that, like, oh, the bin instead of the trash can. And I just like was like, I'm so weird and out of place here. So fifth grade was traumatizing. But anyway, 
I just thought I'd bring that up. I don't know if anyone else can relate to that, but I thought that was a really interesting- I get that. My mm. dad's dad or family, grandparents were Danish. And my dad always says, my dad stayed at home with us and worked from home. And he claims he raised us very Danish or that's what was his upbringing. And it's very like modest, not unflashy, like- mm. I don't know. It would, it would just always come up in my childhood. And like, whenever I would be like, I want this or that, he'd be like, no, like, that's not what, it's not what we're going for. And I didn't understand it, but that's why. There are a lot of cultural differences. And I think I've told you this, but one big one for me is that entrepreneurship isn't really encouraged in the UK. I feel like the UK is very much a stay in your own lane, keep your head down type of place. And you don't really talk about work outside of work and you know, my work is like my whole life. It's my passion. So when I go back, Greg and I are always talking about it. And my family's like, whoa, we don't do that. <laughs> yeah. And they definitely don't understand what I do for a living. And I also think there's this perception that like being your own boss and also being the face of a brand is like kind of vain in a way, which is an interesting thing to wrap my head around. And I feel like, yeah, I do feel a lot of confusion between the two cultures because I feel like I kind of have... America has given me so many opportunities and I don't think I'd have the life that I have right now if I didn't move to America. Well, here that's like praised. It's like, that's the dream, right? Like you own yeah. the company, you are the face of the brand, like the Kim Kardashians, like they, you know, they've created all this, but other places it's like, oh no, that's like hush, hush. Hush, or hush. like shameful. Like you, why would you want to put yourself out there like that? Yeah. So it's confusing that. for me because I was kind of raised in America because I was age 10 when I lived here. So I was very influenced by American culture, but at my roots and at my my family's values, what I do is a little bit confusing to them. So anyway. I get that. Interesting topic. Yeah. Okay, V, I've had this question multiple times. Do we pay guests to come on the show? Want me to answer that? Do you want to answer that? You go ahead. We do not pay guests to come on the show. It's usually just kind of like a mutual agreement. Like, you know, they want, they'd love to get some exposure. We'd love to have them on, have a great conversation. Occasionally, if we work with a brand, maybe the episode's sponsored. But no, we've never paid anyone to come on the show. No, no. that's not how it works. No. Oftentimes, it's genuinely someone I just want to talk to. Mm -hmm. I mean, almost every time. I, I really only want to have people on this show that I'm super interested in and I want to ask questions. Even if I don't agree with them 100%, I'm like, let's sit down. I'd love to hear your perspective. I'd love to learn something. And yeah, I've we've gotten to the point, which is really, really cool, thanks to you guys, that we have a lot of people listening. So to come on the show is a good opportunity for someone to talk about their brand or, you know, what they're doing. So yeah, we, we have a lot of people reach out who want to come on the show. I was going to say that we get a lot of incoming now, which is really cool. Which is crazy. And like really cool people that even... I'll tell Mari someone she's like, no way. Because like, it's someone like we look up to in the space that wants to do a swap with us or have an interview. Oh it's God. so cool. I freak out. Yeah, it's really cool. It's insane. Do we have any tattoos? Yeah. We have one matching on the index finger. Someone the other day, that bachelor, I was like, what is that? I was like, you know, I was like, I got it with Mari. I don't really know. It's just like our, it's our, it's us. We decided There's, that this represented us. It's, it's two, two arrows. arrows that point up because it's both of us, obviously two. And then it's always up. Always up. Always on the, on up, the up, up, baby. Positivity, mm -hmm. babe. Yeah. And then I have a middle finger one. Oh, that sounds like I'm like crazy. No, it's nothing to do with 
the middle finger. <laughs> it's the inside of the British flag, inside of the Union Jack. It kind of looks like a star, but to me, it's like the British flag. And then I have three dots on my ring finger, me, Greg, and Lulu. I need to get another I one I was Arnold. thinking that. I was thinking that the other day. I know. I forgot about it. Gotta get another him. dot. I gotta get another dot. And then on my other ring finger, I have a tiny Lulu. And you're gonna have to get an Arnold. And now I have to get an Arnold. And then probably my favorite tattoo, arguably, is my horseshoe on my wrist because I love, love, love horses and it reminds me of childhood. I have my little arrow. I have an LA on my middle finger because why not? She's a baddie. There. I'm a baddie. Mari was like, that'd be like kind of baddie. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, why did I do that? I don't know. I actually love it. You know, I've been there like six years. I feel like those have been like my most transformative years as a young adult. And should we move to Austin? I will definitely be getting an Austin. I want a tattoo that says howdy. And Mari said, absolutely not. But it's happening. And then... <laughs> Depends where it is. Depends where it is. Yeah. And then I can't pull my sleeve up, but I have Grace right here on my inner arm. My mom and I actually got it together last time she was in LA. It's my middle name, but it's also just kind of a reminder to her and I to give ourselves grace and, you know, not be too hard on ourselves because I think everyone can be really hard on themselves. And then I have a little heart on this side and then I have I-L-Y-S-B, which is I Love You So Bad. And it's a Laney song, L-A-N-Y. And they're like my favorite band ever. So those are all of mine. Why does it sound like we have so many tattoos, but really we don't? Because we're tatted. Because we have like four, but they're literally like probably the size of like an eraser. <laughs> all put they're all fine lines. Yeah. And they're like really, really small. So you would never really like know. I love it though. Because they're very like understated. You can't really see them, but they're fun. Fun stories. Oh, this is a good question. How do you stand up for yourself when something isn't serving you anymore? Or a person isn't serving you anymore? We are bad at that. I was gonna say, we're so bad. I, that if, if I have a toxic trait, it's that. Yeah. And my toxic trait is like, I will put anyone else's feelings before my own. I don't think that's toxic. I think, well, it's toxic it's to like yourself. Posit toxically positive or something. Yeah. 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 You are very selfless. Yeah. For sure. We've had this situation happen to each of us individually and collectively. We've had people on our team that probably weren't serving us and we had a really hard time with that. I've, I think I've gotten better at it. I think when it comes to business, just viewing it from a really logical angle and being like, hey, this isn't serving us, but it also isn't serving you. And the best thing you can do is just let the person go as soon as you can because that's going to help them get closer to where they should be as well. Yep. So viewing it that way in personal life, that's hard. I've, I feel like I'm at the age now when I can recognize when I'm not vibing with someone. I think back in the day, I was so desperate for someone to like me and I was so worried what they thought of me. I wasn't even thinking what, about what I thought of them. Yeah. But now when I'm in new friendships or thinking about, you know, being friends with someone, I'm like, I really do think to myself afterwards, hey, like, what did I think of that experience? Like, did they make me feel good? Is this something I'd want to do again? Are they going to help me be a better, better version of me? And if the answer is no, I'm probably not going to put myself out there again. I think I'm hard on myself with it. But then like on that subject, especially work, I think I've gotten better at it. So there definitely is something in me that is growing and learning to do it. it it's gotten a little less hard. It's still hard. But before I just wouldn't even do it. I would just ignore it or like deal with whatever was happening. But I feel like now we like actively act upon it. Yeah. And 
it's hard. But you know what's worse is like going longer and not serving yourself longer and putting yourself in an even worse position. That's more painful, I yeah. think. Tolerating a relationship or a situation where you're not thriving, you're going to be more hurt in the long run than if you just cut it off yeah. immediately. Leaving is hard, but like staying is even harder. Period. You know? Facts. Yeah. I think we're going to close off the convo there, guys. Thank you so much for all the lovely questions. We had some amazing comments of people saying that they love the podcast and that it helps their anxiety. And that really means a lot. A lot of work goes into the show behind the scenes from myself, from Fee, from our team. So yeah, any closing thoughts? No, it's fun. I, I love it. This is like our new chapter together, I've been saying to Mari, especially if we move eventually or start families. I really feel like this is kind of our, our next big thing. And 100%. I love it. It's really enjoyable and I love doing it with you. Aw. It's take us on, taken us on a journey, I'd say. We we get yeah. to we get to hear some amazing people speak. And yeah. I feel really fortunate to be able to do that with you. And we've learned a lot. So thank you guys for being along for the ride. Don't forget to hit subscribe or follow. We post episodes every single Monday. Leave a review if you did enjoy it. It helps us grow the show and keep improving. Thank you so much, Fee, for joining me spontaneously today. Thank you for having me. We love you. The audience so loves you. And we'll talk to you guys love soon. You guys. Bye. Bye. The content of this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical and mental health advice and does not constitute a provider-patient relationship. As always, talk to your doctor or health team. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Go comment on my last Instagram at Mari Llewellyn with the guest you want to see next. I'll be picking one person from the comments to send our bloom greens to. Make sure you hit follow so you never miss my weekly episodes. If you enjoyed the conversation, be sure to share and leave a review. See you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.